Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Millennial Business Podcast, brought to you by Millennial Girls Media, where we teach you how to live, lead, create, and earn like a millennial. Our generation knows that technology and the way people do business over the next few years is going to blow your mind. So, if you want to stay up to date and relevant in this ever-changing world, strap in and get ready for the ride of your life. I'm your host, Taylor Victoria, and I'm going to teach you how millennials do business. Hi, my name is Taylor, and I'm a young Aussie chick with a big dream. I want to change the education system of the world because I think it doesn't teach everyone what we need to be taught, but that's a super big task, uh, and it's going to take a really long time, so I thought I'd start out with my YouTube channel first, teaching people that way. Okay, so what does self-compassion actually mean? Self-compassion means that you're gentle, you're kind, you're caring towards yourself, and that you understand that you're not perfect. You're going to make mistakes, but that is okay because you will grow and you will learn. You're going to become the best version of you possible. Despite what some other people say, self-compassion is not the equivalent to being selfish. So when you think about if you're on an aeroplane and when the flight attendant is telling you what to do, if the plane suddenly is about to crash, you have to put on your own mask for oxygen before you help anyone else's because you can't help other people if you can't breathe. You need to help yourself first and then you can help the other people like your kids or whoever is next to you if they need your help. Okay, so here are the five ways that you can start practicing self-compassion with internal and external sources. So step number one is to practice forgiveness. You need to stop punishing yourself when you do something wrong. You're not perfect. You weren't told how to do, how to live life. There's no booklet telling you what what decisions to make in life and every single thing that you need to do along the way. You're not perfect and that's okay because you're going to learn and grow as you go along. So you need to stop being so harsh and start forgiving yourself for the things that you have done that maybe weren't right or or they're still playing in your mind. So a perfect way that you can start to practice forgiveness is to write a little sticky note and stick them all around your house. So on these sticky notes, you could write something along the lines of... There is no point in punishing my future self for my past mistakes. I will forgive myself, I will grow from it, and then I will let it go. So having this little sticky note around your house or your workplace or wherever you constantly are is a super amazing way to actually constantly be reminding yourself to forgive yourself and not be so harsh for the mistakes that you've made. You can also, there's another technique that you can do to forgive yourself. So you can actually write yourself a forgiveness letter. So what this involves is basically you sit down and think of some situations where um, you still feel anger or you're really upset with yourself that you that you did something. Maybe you were really rude to someone at work. Um, so you sit down and you write what actually happened. So maybe this person was being rude to you first. Um, you write down like what actually happened in that situation. The next thing you write about is your feelings in the situation. And I want you to get like really, really feel the feeling in this situation. If you're angry, get mad, write about how frustrated you are. If you're sad, like feel the sadness. It's okay to cry, like start crying while you're writing this forgiveness letter. That's totally good. Like it's good to feel the emotion. You wanna really feel it in your body. 
And then after that, you need to start writing about what you learned from it and how you can let go. So start writing everything from that situation that you learned, how it helped you to become a better person, and then write that you're ready to let go, you're ready to forgive yourself and the other people and move forwards with love. So that is how you can write a forgiveness letter to yourself and really start to feel more self-compassion. Okay, so step number two is to have a growth mindset. So what do I mean by this? A growth mindset is when you, if you're faced with a challenge, you don't think, oh my God, I can't do it anymore. I'm stuck. Like this is, I can't move forwards or whatever. If you have a growth mindset, you think, okay, this is, this is a challenge that I can overcome. How can I overcome this? What can I learn from it? Like, how is this going to make my life better? It's looking at how you can grow and become a better version of you. So... When you employ a growth mindset, there's actually research that shows that the happiest people in the world have a growth mindset because they don't let the bad situations or the bad things in their life get them down. They look at what they can learn from it, how they can grow. So when you really start to have a growth mindset, it's going to help you feel more compassion for yourself because you're looking at the positives of the situation versus looking at the negatives of the situation. Step number three is to start practicing gratitude. So every morning when I wake up, I say to my boyfriend or if I'm with myself, I just say to myself, what are three things that I'm grateful for today? And it might be work things, it might be personal things, it might be to do with my family or friends or whatever it is, but I love starting off the day with gratitude and I also love ending the day with gratitude as well. I try to do it at the, at the start when I wake up and right before I go to bed as well because it's just such a fantastic way to feel happy in the now and feel like you're grateful for everything that you already have and it doesn't matter like if you think you've done bad at work or if you're having a fight with someone if you're looking at the things that you have right now that you can be grateful for it's really going to help you start to have a uh, mindset shift and a perspective shift as to uh, making your life more positive so make sure to pra practice gratitude if you are wanting to also practice more self-compassion Okay, step number four is to start treating yourself like you would treat your best friend. So, for example, if your best friend came to you and said, oh, I'm totally beating myself up about this presentation that I did at work and it didn't go well and blah, blah, blah. And like, I'm just really bummed about it. You wouldn't then say to your friend like, oh, yeah, I'm sure you did so bad. Like, you suck. You're not good at, pre at presenting. Like... You wouldn't encourage them to go down the negative path. You would say to them, well, I'm sure it wasn't that bad. I'm sure other people thought it was really good. Like you would give them positive feedback. It's funny because with other people, we are so kind and caring with the feedback that we give them and the words that we tell them. It's very rare that you shoot someone down and make them feel really bad, especially if they're a friend coming to you for advice. But when you're in that situation and it's you, you're constantly making up negative stories and, and saying negative things to yourself in your head. Why is this? I don't know why we do this, but stop doing it. We need to start treating ourselves like we're friends, treat, treat, treat ourselves like we treat our friends. And then that is really going to help you to have that perspective shift and start practicing more self-compassion. Now, is this something that you guys are already practicing? I know I do still sometimes struggle with negative thoughts, but I am pretty good at 
when I'm in a negative headspace, sort of looking at the positive, still thinking about what I'm grateful for, trying to pretend like I'm someone else and I'm not myself, so I'm actually being kinder to myself in my head. So is this something that you guys are already doing? Let me know in the comments below if you are already practicing some of these techniques that I'm talking about or if you're a complete beginner. Okay, and so step number five is to take care of your physical body and your mind. There is no better way that you can practice compassion for yourself if you actually take a little bit of time out of your day to exercise or to read a book that's going to help you absorb new information and to learn and grow or to take a little bit of extra time to prepare a healthy meal versus having a takeaway meal that's not so healthy because you got tempted when you were in the shops and or you ordered hot chips with your kebab and and then you also got a falafel like I'm not gonna lie I did that last night I got a kebab and then I also got a falafel because I was like oh those falafels look really good don't be like me don't do what I do eat healthy meals exercise every single day because it's gonna help to get those happy endorphins going and give yourself a little bit of time to learn and and practice things that you love to to do your hobbies and actually that is really going to help you to feel like you're starting to practice more self-compassion because you're allowing yourself to have time for yourself and you're allowing yourself to do things that you enjoy and that are going to help you to become the best version of you possible. So once you really start practicing all of these five tips, it is going to help you exponentially to feel more self-compassion. I promise you, but you have to practice them all the time. Practice them daily. It's not something you can do once and then you're going to feel self-compassion for yourself forever. No, this is an ongoing thing. It's like every day you wake up and you brush your teeth in the morning to make sure that you constantly have clean teeth and nice breath, right? If you want to constantly feel self-compassion, you have to constantly be practicing these different things. Now, I said don't be like me, but also it is okay to have a treat sometimes. Like... Do the 80-20 rule. So 80% of what you eat needs to be super fresh, healthy, greens, like protein, everything that's fresh, healthy, and wholesome, That that's the 80%. And then 20%, you can have a little treat. You can maybe have a slice of pizza or some brownies and ice cream. That's like my favorite treat to have is brownies and ice cream. So it's all about balance as well. Yes, you need to eat healthy and clean and uh, blah. Yes, you need to eat healthy and clean to fuel your body to feel amazing, but you also still need to have those little treats just sometimes for your mental well-being. So if you feel as though you need support in implementing these things, if they're not something that comes naturally to you and you feel like it's still going to be too hard and it's too overwhelming to start practicing all of these things, please shoot me an email, coachtaylorvictoria at gmail.com. I can have a look at how I can help you out, how I can support you in absolutely any way possible so that you can start practicing more self-compassion. And if you liked today's video and you want to see more videos about how you can grow with your mindset, how you can become the best version of you possible, how you can just anything to do with personal development and becoming a better human being, make sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell because I'm going to be releasing a whole bunch of videos that are to do with personal development, basically everything I just mentioned before. So make sure to subscribe. Want even more millennial business insights and to connect with like-minded business owners from around the world? Join our Facebook community for tips on how to take your business to the next level and chat with myself and other listeners. All you have to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups 
forward slash millennial girls media gang to be a part of this wonderful community. For show notes and downloads, head to www.themillennialbusinesspodcast.com where you can find out more about this week's guest and me. If you enjoyed this week's show, would you just take a screenshot and post it to your Insta story? I know this episode could help so many other business owners to see the amazing changes that they can make to grow their business exponentially. Until next time, my awesome listeners, keep chasing your big business goals and thank you so much for tuning in to the Millennial Business Podcast.